What is up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham, Justin Truth, and Dan G for coming to you with another episode of Talking Football. And we are getting hot and heavy in the free agent conversations with some defensive guys and the wide receivers. And Dan, you said it earlier today, uh, this free agent class is absolutely loaded. Appreciate you putting in the work to put together this rundown. Uh, probably the only person on the show that's good at doing rundowns and making them. Really appreciate your contribution there. Trying to get yeah, trees fired you know, up. A, Doesn't man, even care. You know, Just completely swiped it. Everybody knows I'm the spreadsheet guy. Okay. Everybody that's what they knows. say. I make spreadsheets and I make graphs. That's what I do. Yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, this is going to be a little afternoon show, so there's a possibility I might dip out a little early. Don't know when, don't know where. Can't wait to listen back in case I do and hear the immediate trash talk that takes place once I leave the show. What happened last time? Love it. Can't wait to hear it. But before we get into the fridge and here, receivers and defensive guys, is there any news that you guys want to discuss? Because it is Combine Week, and it does officially start today for you guys listening tomorrow for us recording. Uh, and this is an afternoon show once again, so... Uh, energy should be through the roof today. So um, what popped off to me is, do you guys notice like the combine is just very steadily starting to not matter? Yeah, like, it yes, out, it's dumb. I mean, I used to go to the combine. I love the combine. I used to watch it every year if I wasn't there. And it just seems like in the last, like almost since COVID, it seems like a good benchmark. It's just mattered a little less every year. And this year we see Marvin Harrison being, you know what? I'm not doing it. And then everybody's, oh, Malik Neighbors, here we go. He's going to come, you know, come for that wide receiver one. And like three hours later, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not doing it either. So it just seems like every year, a little bit more, it just doesn't matter. The Rams don't even go. Yeah. Like, and they uh, haven't for Mike, years. Mike McCarthy's not going either. Yeah. And um, and Robert Sala wasn't going to go, but he just got – they did just announce that he's going to go on the weekend for a few interviews, and that's it. He's going to go get drinks and a steak at St. Elmo's is what's yeah. going to happen. I don't know where that is, but yeah, for sure. It sounds, sounds delightful. All right. Austin. I didn't realize the Rams didn't go. That's interesting. This is like the fair. fourth year in a row. I mean, they haven't had first-round picks. Right? They haven't had picks in, since when. So, I mean, well, like, yeah, this is, like their, this is like their fourth year in a row not coming. Just don't care. They're just like, doesn't bring enough value. So I do think that this does, like, charge up the uh, – couple years ago we heard that the combine might be moving from indy yeah um, mm -hmm. the main reason it was in indy for people that don't know is because they have the infrastructure with their hospitals to handle the amount of medicals and everything that has to go through but now obviously other cities have grown and i wouldn't be surprised if the combines in la or vegas or new york within the next five years just to draw I really up hope it's... more interest and that makes sense but i really hope it's not like the combine being in indy is just it's cool like Having something for Indianapolis, like Indianapolis is so good at hosting conventions and they do a spectacular job of it. Yeah. The combine is just uh... part of that too. Like I love it. And plus like the restaurants, the city, the nightlife, you know, there's not a ton. I shouldn't say nightlife essentially, but like just being in downtown Indianapolis during the draft is a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. And for anyone there right now, we hope you have the best time. Make sure you go to high velocity and get the Mac and cheese. Thank me later. It's the best mac and cheese in the entire world. Also, I have the same take about the NFL draft for the record. I think it should just always be in New York. Yes. Yep. And I went to the Chicago one and it was like the one of the funnest events I've ever been to. I still believe that it should only be in New York. Yep. The fan yeah. experience is cool, but like the draft at Music City Hall or Radio City Hall, excuse me, yeah. is awesome. It's awesome. Agreed. Agreed. 
All right. Like we said, lunch break. We're going to kind of go through this. Um, so like Austin said, defenders and wide receivers. We did running backs and quarterbacks last week. And then next week, we'll kind of go through anybody that we missed just overall and news because next week is our last episode before free agency actually starts, which is absolutely bonkers. But yes, here we go. Let's go through this. And uh, let's just start off with wide receivers. So let's start off with probably the biggest name. I'd, I'd, I could yeah, argue the biggest, the biggest name. name. Mike Evans, where, okay, first off, do you think he stays with Tampa? And then second off, like, where would you want to see him if he wasn't in Tampa? Let's play that game, because I think we all probably agree that he's going to, we think that he's going to go to Tampa, stay at Tampa. Is that a, is that a take? I, I don't I think, think that's he the does. best spot for him. I think he stays in Tampa. That's me personally. I would like for him to go somewhere else and, and get a chance to kind of go chase a ring. Now, Another one. Kansas City would absolutely love that. But, like, <clears throat> let's say you stay in the NFC. The Rams, I like that fit. That would be a lot of fun with him with Matthew Stafford. The Giants desperately need a wide receiver. Everyone's thinking they take one right there in the first round. Uh, if you can go get Mike Evans and then pair him with Darren Waller, who is also older, and then the Giants excuse me, can trade up and get the guy they want at quarterback and move on from uh, Daniel Jones, I think that's a great spot for a rookie quarterback to come into with those type of targets. And Saquon, you're probably moving on. For, he's probably moving on. We talked about that last week. Um, but I think that would be really, really interesting for Mike Evans uh, just to kind of move on from Tampa. It was a great run, but yeah. I know he's already got the ring with Tom, but still. I think for Mike to leave Tampa, Austin's right. He's going to have to go somewhere that he can chase a ring. He's also going to have to go somewhere that'll pay him as much as Tampa will. And I think you got to look for a couple things. You need a team that then has an established franchise quarterback in a winning window, a need at wide receiver and a front office slash coaching staff that is absolutely desperate to win. Does anyone have a team that comes to mind immediately? Maybe, maybe in the upper Northeastern part of the state. They might be in the AFC East. What about Mike Evans across from Garrett Wilson in New York for the Jets? Give Aaron Rodgers, Ugh. Mike Evans, and Garrett Wilson an eat. That front office and coaching staff has got to be on the verge of getting fired after the last couple of years. Yes, the Aaron Rodgers injury isn't their fault, but I think that's a team. If I'm an agent, I am smelling desperation coming from the Jets front office. Absolutely. And uh, Mel Kuyper's mock draft came out uh, this morning on ESPN Plus, and he had Brock Bowers going to him, I believe, at 10, um, which would be a heck of a trio if you could get Bowers, Evans, and Garrett Wilson. Uh, and then you have the the Free. two running back duos Free there solid. for Aaron Rodgers. That would be mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine uh, is go home to Houston and be a Texan. Opposite of Nico like Collins. Yeah. Nico Collins, Mike Evans, Tank, Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz, and Saquon Barkley. Whew, buddy. Maybe possibly. Yeah. But anyways, that like he grew up or he his hometown's like an hour away from Houston. So okay. um, go back to Texas. Man, scary news for the Jags. Shit. <laughs> for so, sure. No. Justin, uh, I mean, obviously, we know the Chiefs have an offensive need, but they just won the Super Bowl, so we can't say they technically need anything besides more room in the trophy case. 
Justin, you're from a team, and this is going to jump around a little bit, but also on this list is Calvin Ridley, who I think we can all say underwhelmed this year with the Jags. Uh, they might bring him back, but that cost them a second. If he leaves, it's just a third. Do you think there's any chance the Jags could come get Mike Evans? Do you think that's just a no-go? Do you think it's a Calvin Ridley situation, draft? Um, I think that's something the Jets would do, or Jags, excuse me. I think it's Calvin Ridley and draft somebody. And like they can still get Cal- keep Calvin Ridley and only lose a third. They just can't sign him to a contract before free agency starts. Okay, so they can That's let him. They, they can have a wink, wink, wait, nudge, nudge, handshake. They could literally which would wait never until, happen in the NFL. Never would happen. But like if they literally waited until two minutes past when it starts it on the whatever that day is the thirteenth or whatever, like then they would only lose. And like as a team player, if you're resigning with a team, like you would just do that, right? You're like, okay, yeah. Like I'm coming back. We got this. I'll sign it five minutes after it starts and we get it. We only lose a third deserve a second. So um, I actually don't really see a scenario and I like watch this happen, but like, I don't see a scenario where he's not a Jacksonville. Calvin Ridley's not a Jacksonville Jaguar next year. Okay. Love it. I thought you were ready to move on from him with the thought of maybe T Higgins coming in town, but. But he, he can take coming to town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. With him being tagged. Yeah. Like it was always just one of those two for sure for me. Um, yep. And like Ridley still had like just under 1,100 yards and he hadn't played football in two years. Like there was clearly like some rust that like he was going through and stuff like that. So how many touchdowns did he miss? Yeah. He either dro- either, he either, hit, either he dropped it or it just he was just out of bounds by an inch. Yeah. Or, you like know, literally like six so or many. seven. Yeah, so yeah, many. So like I, that I think happened. That, we're having a very different conversation about a hundred percent. So I think that, and I think that Trevor wants it back too. I think him and Trevor got along really well, even though they weren't on the same page all the time. I think that they, they liked it, and I think that they, I think that they know with those two plus, um, Christian Kirk, like they that's a deadly combo. So, okay. Next on the list is, and th- there's a couple names here that we don't got to spend a lot of time on. It's more of just a salute to service what they've done. But Odell is once again going to be a free agent. My personal opinion, I think he just goes back to Baltimore. He seems happy there unless he thinks he can get a ring somewhere. Once again, Kansas City comes up. I I personally don't like it. I mean, it, it would make sense, but I just. I think he's fine. He's a, he's a possession receiver at this point. He's yeah. Fine. I'm trying to like this is where I see the Jets. This is where I see Aaron Rodgers being okay. like, oh, I would like Odell. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. Just somebody reliable. Yeah. The Titans stick out. The team that's gonna probably overpay for a receiver because they only have Boyd. See, I just or, don't uh, think Odell Boyd, uh, would go there. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't think Odell would take the DeAndre Hopkins contract. Um, you know, because you look at the last couple teams Odell's gone to, Rams, obvious Super Bowl window. Baltimore, obvious Super Bowl. I, I think he truly is just ring hunting at this point. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, uh, do you go a... to? Do you go to San Francisco? Do you go to the Packers? Do you go to the Cowboys? I can see the Cowboys. I can see the Cowboys. Though they do love Brandon Cook, so in Dallas, they really yeah. Do. But I mean, you go C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Odell Beckham might be a good, decent trio with Ferguson at tight end. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like that. I yeah. mean, and the NFL is getting to the point where you know it's normal to have three wide receivers set is your base offense. Hundred percent. 
So that's worth noting. Uh, speaking of a guy who's lived in the slot, Tyler Boyd. Little shines came off him with the emergence of Jamar Chase and T. Higgins in Cincinnati. Uh, viewed as a slot only, for the most part, wide receiver. You guys see anywhere he could go? He's a decently sized receiver, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's Tyler at 6'1", Boyd? but he's that's... he's just kind of lived in the slot. Well, a team that's probably going to be losing a guy this free agency in Gabe Davis, I think Tyler Boyd to the Bills makes a lot of sense. Pair him outside uh, or in the slot, you know, right there with Diggs. Yeah, that'd be sick. That would be sick. Um, man, this one's tough. Um, I mean, if you don't have a team, we got a lot of names to go through. We so do. We, we should probably. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, Minnesota came to mind because I know they need another receiver. They want another third receiver. But I know that Je I know Addison and Jefferson both play the slot a lot, so I just don't know if it would work out. But it's what came to mind. Um, Boyd, future bear. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just give everybody the Bears. They got the most money, and they got Caleb Williams coming to town, which apparently he is now okay with going to Chicago, despite what you read on Twitter. But uh, fresh name to the list just this morning. Mm. Def Two-time defending Super Bowl champion, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Austin, just clutch Gene in the playoffs. You know what I mean? You, you get him in the regular losing, season. I was going to say, how do you feel about losing all of these regular season long touchdown drops? Dang it. I really hate to see it. Um, one thing that you realize with MVS when he makes any big catch in the playoffs or a Super Bowl for the Chiefs, he is facing the quarterback and falling backwards on his butt because he cannot catch the ball while on the run. Yep. That is MVS to a T. Uh, I think that has the Browns written all over. You just go put them there. You're going to get a guy who can block, a guy that's going to help stretch the field. You get some other stuff going with that offense. There it is. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that quite a bit. I could I see Cardinals uh, to Justin's point, but yeah, I think the Browns, that's kind of, I think you might have hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, me too. I actually really like that. All right. Next up, Curtis Samuel. What do you guys think? Just go back to go Washington, ahead, dude. Uh, I mean, Curtis Samuel has been an oft injured, <laughs> kind of a forgotten gadget type player. So uh, either just go back to Washington or this is a guy that could end up with the Rams on a small deal and just be a giant pain in the you-know-what for everybody. Yeah. Or even the Ravens. He'd be, he'd be I, fun I, with I, the Ravens. So he'd I was be about fun to say with the Ravens. Ravens. I was like, Ravens make sense or the Giants. Yeah, I talked just, about this a like couple weeks ones. ago. I think I think this is Kansas City Chiefs written all over it. Yeah, that's fair. He's, he's going to block. He's physical. He's a, a good leader. You're not going to get any issues from him. He's that small, gadgety-type uh... player that's going to come in and be reliable. You know, you get three and one. You get Sky Moore, you get Kadarius Tony, and uh, you get – who's the other guy for the Chiefs? Long-haired. No, nah. oh, I was going to say Michael Hardman. But, uh... No, the number 17. Took McColl's number when he came over. He played for the Giants. Man, as a, yeah, and as a lifelong Chiefs yes, fan, I should you. know this. Richie James, yes. Uh, yep. That's the three and one right there. Even if you keep McColl, like, I would be okay with that because he's not going to cost a lot. What's awesome is with Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, and Richie James, you could almost build like the worst wide receiver ever, too. <laughs> you know, like they always have like the the quarterback <laughs> thing, and it's like uh um Sam Darnold's uh ability to see ghosts, Phillip Rivers pull out game, Chad Pennington's arm strength, you know, it's like the worst quarterback ever. Yeah. The, with a cheese wide receiver core, take out Rashid Rice, you could almost make the worst wide receiver ever. 
You really could. That's kind of funny. That hurts. All right. Yeah. Um, Dude, you won the Super Bowl. Yeah, we, exactly. Very true. Very true. We, we, we won the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Pittman is going back to the Colts. We know that. Higgins yeah, going back to the Bengals. We know that. Uh, Gabe Davis. Uh, I think this is another name to keep out for. Uh, another, yeah, another name to keep an eye out for. For the Chiefs, like, I'm not trying to be a homer here, but, like, we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Like, Gabe Davis – and uh, Curtis Samuel, like their contracts, depending on what the the going off the value uh, that was given for like, uh, what is a spot rack? That's kind of where I had gotten those mm-hmm. numbers from uh, is very doable. And with the the cap going up, I think the Chiefs could look at that and say, hey, we get a, a big body possession receiver to go along with a Curtis Samuel who's going to come in and make plays. And then you have Rasheed Rice, who was a stud rookie and got onto caught onto the offense quick and built a healthy relationship with Mahomes. And then you can still go draft the guy that you want in the second or third round um, in the Chiefs, a guy that, you know, you like, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, he fell to us. Yeah, we'll take him here. But you're not needing him uh, to come in and, and make an impact right away. Yeah, I could see a team like the Patriots giving Gabe Davis a bunch of money just because they need talent at wide receiver if they decide to go quarterback early. I also think about, you know, like, what team needs a Gabe Davis game? Just like one or two games a year where you catch five passes for three touchdowns. Yeah. And I'm immediately gone to the Detroit Lions as a deeper threat in that MVS type role we saw with the Chiefs where, hey, you're physical, you're going to block, but you're also going to be our deep threat two or three, maybe four times a game. I understand they already have uh, Jameson Williams, but like this gives you another big body because they seem to kind of want to use him in that little bit of a gadget role. Uh, until in the playoffs where obviously then he was getting deep down the field. So maybe that's a role they need filled in Gabe Davis as yeah. the Lions try to make one more run here with yeah. their rookie contracts. Yeah, agreed. I went with Panthers. That money. wide receiver, of course, so bad. Yeah, go money. Um, you can you literally this the sell point is Gabe, you're our number one wide receiver. Like mm-hmm. it's you. So cool. Uh, last, last one. Yep, last wide receiver we got here. Uh is a name that was fun coming out of the draft a couple of years ago. It was fun for like a year in Chicago. Uh, Darnell Mooney. To me, this is your Cardinals wide receiver. Yeah, I like Darnell Mooney yeah. going to the card where you don't got to be the one A. You don't even got to be the one C or one B, but you could be the one C. Just yeah. kind of be on the field. You'd be on the field and just be around and uh, take that third helping when it comes your way. I like that. I went with Broncos because I believe that they're going to like Sutton or Judy are going to be gone. Um, and they're going to want another wide receiver. So is Judy a free agent or are you thinking that's a trade piece? I think he's not a free agent. I think he still has one more he year. He is right? not a okay. free agent. Yeah. What about so, Sutton? Sutton's not because he, I think he got, he got a Yeah. He got an extension a couple that's years right. ago. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Very proud of us for catching that, uh, his career there. Do you remember that trace a couple years ago? Yeah. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Uh, another name here for – or another team, I should say, for Gabe Davis that kind of came to mind, and Dan, you mentioned a little bit ago, the Cardinals. I think this is kind of like a, an Anquan Bolden type of situation where it's like, you know, we can get a guy like that can just come in, catch the ball over the middle, get some yards after catch. He didn't really see a lot of targets in Buffalo, and I think that, you know, maybe not necessarily his fault, but you get Gabe Davis some more targets there and you can be a reliable target for Kyler Murray. I think that could be a lot of fun there in Arizona. And then Darnell Mooney to the Rams, just that little speeds guy. Um to eat up the middle of the field and just stretch that. And then you let uh, Nuka and Coop uh, eat up on the outsides. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Moving over to the defensive side, I think we should almost look at this as maybe cluster these as guys that could be tagged 
Um, much like we've already seen, you know, players like T. Higgins, we didn't spend any time talking about him, or Michael Pittman Jr., the teams that basically came out and said, hey, we're tagging your ass if, you know, we can't work out a deal. So yep. a couple of guys that just jump off to me right away is we've heard Chris Jones will not be tagged. Nope, they tagged Snead. Okay, so Chris Jones is just going to be an unrestricted free agent, which is huge. Uh, but guys I could see tagged, uh, Justin Matabaduke from the Ravens. We've which heard he announced that he did, right? Okay, yep. Uh, I think Christian Wilkins with Miami has a real chance of getting tagged. They've moved some stuff around financially to make that work. I think Josh Allen with the Jaguars has a good he, chance to be tagged. If he will they, be. So Bulky okay, already came out. out. Yeah, Bulky came out in his press conference and said Josh Allen will be a Jacksonville Jaguar next year if it's us finding a way to get him under contract or we tag him. Like he will be a Jaguar. So and then okay. uh, a couple other guys, Jalen Johnson with the Bears. I think he's a tag candidate. Yep. Antoine Winfield Jr. with the Tampa with Tampa Bay, uh, him getting tagged over Devin White just because yep. I think the safety tag is cheaper and, in my opinion, he's better players, more important. And then uh, I guess with the Giants, if they don't tag Saquon, they could tag Xavier McKinney. It would feel gross in my opinion, yeah. but that's one. Of, that's deal. the last. That's the last name on the teeter totter in maybe out of the bucket. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Let's let's just go with Chris Jones. Like, let's talk about Chris Jones because I think that's probably to me yeah. is one of the top three He's most interesting name. defensive players. There, I, I think. Go ahead, you guys. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I was going to say. Yeah, I think that he probably is the name. Daniil Hunter and Brian. Actually, Brian Burns is probably the name for me, and then Chris Jones right after that, just because the age purposes. Think, but yeah, I think Burns also gets tagged. Agreed. Agreed. So, I mean, but the Panthers would be stupid if they didn't. But so, right. the, like basically, if you have a really good defender on the market, he's getting tagged, or he's Chris Jones, and you gave the tag to Sneed instead. Yeah, yeah. because we were, Jones was tagged last year. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we kind of talked about this a couple, maybe a month ago or so too, with, between Daniel Hunter and Chris Jones. Like, if you're the Atlanta Falcons, you get one of those guys if you can. Like, you get in pass rush on that defense to help you kind of keep going with the linebackers and young corners that you have on that team. For Daniil Hunter, I like that in Atlanta more so than Chris Jones. And I, I say this because I'm wholeheartedly believing what he said at the Super Bowl parade. Chris Jones is coming back to Kansas City. And I think Kansas City also agrees and wants that with the franchise tag of LeJarrius Sneed because the if he's not happy and he finds a trade elsewhere and they get the extension and he's going to get big money, all right, man, thank you for what you did here. We appreciate it. Um, I'm not discounting his talent or anything when I say this, but Brett Veach has been very, very good at finding quality corners uh, and guys to play in the secondary later in the draft. I mean, he's just he's done it at least three years on the road. He did the same thing with LeJarrius Sneed, where you love LeJarrius Sneed. He's made a, a great year. It was awesome, but like Chris Jones on that defensive line, you cannot lose that. And the stats might not have been there, but the quality was with Chris Jones on that defensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and if you lose Jones and then you keep Snead, you better have a plan in place to go get the next guy that can get after the quarterback. Because I do like George Karloftis. You took a, an edge rusher in the first round last year, the kid out of Kansas State, but he didn't really play that much. And no one else really showed the ability to just get after the passer um, as consistently and dominantly as Chris Jones has. If he goes somewhere else, though, that dude's going to get – I mean, he's getting paid either way. But if he goes elsewhere, it's going to be a fat, fat contract because this is the last one of his career probably to be this larger one. Yeah. So, yeah. I like. I think Chris Jones in Atlanta makes a lot of sense. Um, personally, I think a team with a lot of players on 
rookie contracts that could use someone on the defense to come in like we saw Chris Jones do at the end of darn near every game. I think it got to the point where people are like, yeah, he don't try till the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, so a closer, if you will, on the defensive side, the Green Bay Packers. Literally did about to did say, I take gosh, yours? Dang it, you took mine. Dang it. Oh, look. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, and like I would hate him on the Packers, but like once I said it out loud, I was like, it's yep, that makes too much sense. Yep, agreed. And that's who I have as well, Mr. Packers. So all right, well, that's disappointing. I thought I was gonna have the, the take there. So all right, Sorry. okay. Uh Daniil Hunter. Um just go somewhere and be an assassin, dude. Like Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a he's a rented gun at this point. How many edge rushers do you need? We only have All two. Of them. We only have two. We literally have Josh Allen and and Trayvon Walker. That's it. And they offered they offered Minnesota two trades during the trade tra- at the trade deadline for him last year. They want really, him. yeah. They want him really badly. It is very vocal that they're like, yeah, we wanted him. If, they also offered for Chase Young as well. If so. Uh, so how would that know. how would that trio work then if you got three edge rushers? Just rotate them. Just rotate them. They, so fresh. they start they started moving Trayvon Walker inside last year at the end of the year as well and moved him really. There. And he did he did better inside than he did outside. Um wow. I mean, and, and that Boy, dude had that ten, would be scary. He had, he had ten and a half sacks. Nobody's talking about Trayvon Walker. So uh, it's funny. No. Do you guys ever see like the like the redraft like mm-hmm. people that are like and everybody always has like Trayvon Walker down to like pick like 30 and uh Hutchinson at one. And I'm like, Trayvon Walker has literally better stats <laughs> than than in <laughs> Hutchinson. At They've made point. the right decision. Like, I don't know if they did or not, but like, but Trayvon Walker has been everything I could hope hope for. You 10 and a yeah. half sacks in year two when he was supposed I to mean, be a project. Imagine third and like eight plus where you're an obvious pass situation and they're like, hey, we're gonna move Trayvon Walker inside. Yeah, and put uh put uh Daniel Hunter on the outside yeah. with Josh yeah. Allen across from him, and we're trying to come get you. Yeah, with Nielsen's new scheme, like because they brought in Ryan Nelson as their DC, so, like just a dude that, um, like he is like man press and like get after the quarterback. So, anyways, I'm going with Jags there. Maybe that's homer right. but they so tried if, multiple times. If Daniel Hunter just wants money, I think Washington is a yeah. fit because they literally traded their entire edge room last year at the deadline. So yep. uh, moving forward, any of these edge players we talk about, if they just want to check, I think Washington is your fit. Or Tennessee. Or Tennessee. Yep, I agree. Um, Chase Young. I think he goes back to the Niners. Yeah. I think it's a good fit. Um, I don't think he did enough with the Niners to warrant a payday from another team. Agreed. Uh, so I think he just goes back. And he's like, you know what? I can get so much better here. Yeah, agreed. Anything, Devin White, Austin? You got anything? You got anything from Young? Uh, for Chase Young? Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think he's probably going to land in a spot as kind of like a rotational piece. But I think his career of just being the dude is, it feels like that's just gone, which kind of stings because he felt like he was going to be the next great coming out of college. Yeah, agreed. All right, Devin White. This one's interesting. So I think I think it's like a what is Devin White? Because I think Devin White thinks Devin White's Ray Lewis. But in reality, he's a two down linebacker that can't cover. Which is sad because he was that's not what he was early on. Yep, in his career. Right. Yeah. Like it's it, what it he's gone down. turned into. It's so, turned what it, yep. Um okay. I could see him going to a Dallas 
that seems to make a lot of sense. Um, otherwise, dude, just like stay in Tampa. You know, it like, feels it, weird to see. Like, I don't know why, but to see him play for any other team would feel kind of weird. But teams that that came to mind instantly were the Ravens, Giants, and Steelers. There's, you know what, Raiders I, for me. I was gonna say Raiders. I was like, I can see Antonio Pierce being like, you know what? Yep. I can I can fix him. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's my take. I I mean, and I I know they still have they have some they actually have some good linebackers. The Raiders do. Um, right. but but I can see that. Um, we're talking about Wilkins. We already talked about how about Patrick Queen? Yeah, Patrick. Here's Queen. a guy that flopped immediately in his career, and then as yeah. soon as uh, um, Roquan got there, Roquan Smith got there from the Bears. Patrick Queen took became off a stud. And just looked like who we he was who we thought he was. Yep. Yep. So where do we we think he just stays home in Baltimore? Do we think because they're going to tag Metabuduke, so he will be testing the market. He will. Uh, I think the commanders makes a lot of sense to me. They get a little bit of speed, like either Patrick Queen or Willie Gay is going to Washington. They like they just need yeah. speed for that division. A guy that's going to come in, plug holes, and you know have some big hits mm-hmm. and just kind of be consistent, being all over the field. Yeah, I think it's a good fit. How about? Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, that's good. Yep. All right. How about? Uh, no, I would like to first put that this player will not sign until August at the earliest. At the earliest. Okay. But Jadavian Clowney. I yeah. forgot he was in the league, to be honest with you. Was he still in Did, Cleveland last year? He just kind of like runs around and gets five to eight sacks a year and yep. skips skips minicamp. It's kind of yep. his thing. I got to exactly. respect the move, to be honest. Like, I, I kind of respect it. Yeah, still getting paid. Well, just not as much work. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Okay, so um, we just whoever whoever has a edge rusher that gets hurt, you sign yeah. Davian Clowney. Otherwise, go back to yeah. And it literally Cleveland. doesn't like you can't even like it makes you actually. I feel like it's it's not going to be a contender either. It's going to be someone that's bad. Not saying the Browns were bad because the Browns were very good last year, but like Jadavian it feels Clowney, like future Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, Kyle Duggar, safety. Kind of feels like he's guy. just gonna. It kind of feels like he's just gonna be a Patriot. Yeah, see, he um uh, he yeah. seems like a perfect fit in New England. Um, yep. seems to be one of the more respected players on the defense, so I think he stays there. Xavier McKinney, I think, probably stays in New York. Um, Same thing. The change at defensive coordinator might aid in that, but he just doesn't feel like a player who's going to move. If he does, maybe it's a Seattle. Or maybe um, even Baltimore, if they have to, you know, uh, rotate things with their um, defensive backfield. Maybe McKinney's a guy who comes in, plays one of the safety roles, and uh, you know, he got drafted by Wink. Wink uh, famously was in Baltimore forever, so there should be some familiarity, some with the system. So as Baltimore tries to run things back, maybe McKinney takes a one-year prove-it deal and then comes back next year uh, to get the long-term deal. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. I could, I could see that. Um, all right. We already talked about Winfield. I think he gets tagged. Jalen Johnson, the bears already came out and said that they will tag him if they don't get a deal, but they're trying to get a deal done before free agency. Um, Oh, Willie Gay's on here on our list. What do you want to do? Uh, or where do we think Willie Gay's going to go? Cause he's for sure not going to be a chief. No nope. chargers. Hmm. I think they pulled the. I think they pulled the reverse Drew Tranquil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, 
That's hilarious. Did, as soon as the as soon as the Chiefs signed Drew Tranquilizer, I was like, God damn it! Me did too. nobody know he was good? I nobody know, did. Nobody yeah. know anybody that plays IDP um, fantasy football knew he was good. <laughs> but uh, just just the sickos out there. Uh, but Willie Gay seems like a guy that Jim Harbaugh is going to look at and be like, he can come in and at least plug a hole on this defense. Uh, his familiarity with the division. Uh, the Chargers are going to have to do something. I don't think the Chargers have had a good linebacker since maybe Donnie Edwards. And if you know who Donnie Edwards is, this is your sign to go get your prostate checked. Uh, Austin, can you confirm that? Is the last good Chargers linebacker probably Donnie Edwards? Um, Who's the kid that got out of Oklahoma a while back? Murray. Kenneth Murray is not good. He's not good. He's not bad, but I mean, he's it's probably either... going to be the same as what Willie Gay is. It's either like just that speedy Edwards, linebacker that's going to. It's either Donnie Edwards or Sean Merriman. Those are the last Sean two Chargers linebackers. Yeah, Sean Merriman for sure. Uh, Willie Gay, though, I think like the he's going to get paid somewhere. He's going to get a decent paycheck. Now, if you're the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you lose Devin White, maybe you bring in Willie Gay. Willie Gay is going to be a dude that's going to love it down in South Beach anyways, or down in Florida, I should say. Uh, Miami would be interesting. But the two teams that came to mind immediately were the Commanders and the Vikings. Nice. Yeah. Mine's the Rams. Yeah, I like oh. that a lot, actually. Okay. Okay. And then I guess uh, I could last see name, Seattle, too. Last name we got today, being that Justin Matabaduke is going to get tagged and or extended, is probably the second best pass rusher on the market, excluding the tag guys behind Chris Jones and Josh Uche, uh, one-time Michigan Wolverine legend, uh, really burst on the scene the last couple of years. This is a guy I loved coming out of the draft. Uh, we're officially in the point now where guys that like I liked in the in the draft are now becoming free agents. I'm like, damn. Uh, so yeah. this is a guy. If they don't tag Kyle Duggar, I could see the Patriots tagging Uche, but I believe he's had double-digit sacks the last two years, or yes. damn close. Yeah. So anytime you do that, you're going to get paid on the open market. So how about Josh Uche? Where do you guys see him landing? I think Broncos. They need a pass rusher. You go get a guy that you know is not maybe going to get top dollar, but still going to get a decent paycheck. I think that's got Denver written all over it. Justin. Oh, sorry. Uh, I said Titans. Okay. I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, kind of a dark horse here, but the Cardinals have had nothing on defense for so long. It just seems like they need a guy. Give Gannon a guy. He's a defensive guy by trade. So just get him a pass rusher. If you went to just a average NFL football fan and you said, where would you think Josh J plays? I think 90% of people back probably the Cardinals. Like he just feels like he's already played with him for the last 12 years or something. Like we that. are, we are picking, uh, we are picking Josh Uche to the Cardinals on vibes. Yes. Okay, perfect. Exactly. Exactly. That's, a, that's hilarious. <laughs> but like, how, like, but to be honest with free agency, uh, now that we're through the names, how many times does a player sign somewhere and you're like, Oh yeah, that, uh, that just makes a lot of sense. We over we over, we overthought this due to cap space or team fit or rumors you hear or well in the mock draft it says they're going to get this guy so they're not going to get that in free agency and you see a signing you're like oh yeah that that makes sense yeah yep that yeah. can't yeah. believe we should've, didn't see that one happen should have seen that one coming yeah so <laughs> for sure love it um all right cool well quick and easy today because I know that some of us got to get back to work so um but. 
one more episode and then free agency. Super excited. We're like about 10 days away from free agency to start. It's awesome. Going to be some fun times. Um, that's it. Anything else from you guys? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. We appreciate y'all today. We've been talking football.